we have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different. The universe doesn't exist, but God thinks it does. We have to stop consuming our culture. We have to create culture. Stupidity has a definite evolutionary function. I am all for abolishing stupidity, but before it goes, we should pay tribute to it. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Nonsense Bazaar. I'm Sequoia Kennedy. And I'm Willow Truman. I'm fucking hungover. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, what a morning. Well, yeah. So this week, we're going to do our, what is it, what is it biannual now? Because I don't think we did one last year. <laughs> we surely didn't. The State of the Union address. Yes. <laughs> you know, and this is going to be, it's not exactly the right week. Old. I know Joe will be given his March 7th. But I can't let that fucking skeleton beat me at anything. No. <laughs> God, I... Did it first. Oh, sometimes I forget that, like, we have a president and a government and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it just I totally, do. totally slips my mind. And then I get drawn back to it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, all of that's All that fucking happening. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Is it, though? Is it really happening? Not if you forget about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the State of the Union, it, it, is it, it's in shambles. <laughs> no, it's in beautiful shambles, though. The state, state of this union's strong. Yeah. Spoiler. I'm supposed to say that at the end. State of the Union is strong. Is it? It is. Is ours? Ours is. Ours is. Yeah. The other one. The other one? That's the one that I'm... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little iffy on that. Definitely a little iffy on that. Yeah. We, we both just had a bit of a crazy week dealing stuff so we uh i thought you were missing this morning yeah yeah we can just get right into that yeah that was <laughs> since since you weren't it's it's hilarious i was but, i was not yeah no i was truly not <laughs> <clears throat> so your roommate texts me this morning <laughs> and he's like do you know where sequoia is <laughs> because his phone is here and his car is gone. It was gone when I got back home last night. So I'm like, oh my God. Okay. When's the last time Sequoia like texted you? When's the last time he posted on discord? <laughs> like what that? Cause that's weird. I'm like, okay, either, either he's just on the couch or curled up and your roommate didn't see you or you got lucky and you just happened to forget your phone somewhere. And I'm hoping that that's the case. But then the other part of me is like, well, I, I don't know, though. And in that period where I didn't know, I was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> we were we were going to record the episode today on death fraud and people like playing dead. So it'll be next week. So it would have been really like sweet irony if you had left your phone behind, your car went missing and then you were just gone like God. i i was preparing myself to deal with that reality if i had to and then you texted me and you were like what the fuck like i was sleeping i'm in my bed and i was <laughs> yeah. like what the hell <laughs> i was just sleeping <laughs> well good <laughs> well because i i responded to you saying fucking at the end of the day you had to call the ambulance for your mom oh yeah <laughs> that happened this morning too yeah and so i i was like oh my god you know is everything okay and i get back in all caps oh my fucking god i'm so glad to to, to hear from you or whatever i'm so glad you're i'm like what because <laughs> i just woke up hung over goddamn cody and he didn't just check to see if i was sleeping i you know i kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt that he he would have checked your bed but yeah, you just open the door. You yeah, give a little peek. You look and see me going. No, for for that hour of time, you were Schrodinger's cat. Like I, just, I, I had no idea what where you where you were or what was, the deal was. I was napping. You were just in dreamland. I was just sleeping. Yeah, I was just sleeping off very bad hangover. <laughs> very bad hangover. Why? Well, yeah, because I went I went out to the bar uh, for my one of my oldest friends' uh, birthdays. We hung out and we had a bunch of drinks. And bartender gave me a bunch of shots. Uh oh, shots are dangerous. Yeah, yeah, especially when you don't really drink that much. Yeah. So I I, I was in no state to drive. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Wasn't happening. No. I didn't even have the false confidence to think I could. You know, well, it's good that you didn't <laughs> fuck that. And, and and this nice, this nice gal uh, get this, gave me a ride home. It, it was, it was very kind of her and I, I thank her for it. And, um, yeah, my car was just at the bar. 
Yep. The the evidence of me being home was that my phone was on the counter. Yeah. What I think happened is that like (laughs) he probably didn't think anything of it when he saw that like and was rushing to work in the morning. And then once he got to work, he was like, wait a second. I wonder if he is okay. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, he's he, Cody's an odd duck anyway. So, <laughs> in any <laughs> case, I had never been so happy to hear from you. Hey, you know what? Made me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you demanded me send you a picture. Yeah. And I'm like, anybody could be texting me right now. You better just send me a fucking selfie. <laughs> See, I woke up and I just said the word fuck. Like 18 times over and over. Couldn't <laughs> find my phone. I didn't know. I thought I left it somewhere. I didn't know what was going on. No. It was an odd night. And then also, of course, here, to, then Cody's like, oh, I, I, I texted him and, you know, here's, I was like, I'm, I was sleeping, bud. He goes, ah, I see. I was either that, <laughs> I figured it was either that or you were responsible for the cell phone outage today. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, what? I didn't. I haven't looked at the news yet. I hadn't either. Hey. I didn't know until somebody posted in our Discord about it. I yeah, I don't know what happened. With I that. didn't even open the link. I'm like, you know what? I don't have room for that today. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yep. I I don't I don't know what happened with all that because the latest stories I was seeing was that it was a cyber attack. Oh, who's surprised by that? I'm not like I'd I'd be more surprised if these things weren't happening and if their frequency didn't increase. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. Our none it's the of the way our, of the world. It's the none way of our digital world. fucking infrastructure is secure for what we can secure enough for what we can do now. It's a terrible state of affairs. A lousy one. It's a lousy state of affairs. Yes, the state of that union is not strong. <clears throat> no. No. Oh God. But hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what? I don't know. Have you had any interesting dreams lately? Yeah. I don't know if I can remember any though. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it, like they've been quite intense the last few weeks. Mm. Yeah. No idea what I dreamed about last night though. I probably didn't. I might have. Oftentimes we forget. Yes, we do. Okay. Have you ever heard the term uh, fake lore? No. It's like folklore, but fictional. Yeah. And it turns into like real folklore. Okay. Paul Bunyan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an example of one. Turns out America has like a whole bunch of fake lore folk heroes. Yeah, yeah. Old Stormalong. Who's that? I don't know. I just. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. They're all giants, too. They're all like 30 to 50 feet tall. Interesting. Um, Alfred Bulltop Stormalong was an American folk hero originating in Massachusetts, said to be a sailor and a giant. He was a master of a huge clipper ship. You know, like when you imagine one of those ships that are the ships in a bottle that have yeah. flags on them. That's like that's a clipper. Yeah. Um, Sick. And the ship was so tall that it, it had to have hinged mass to avoid catching on the moon. <laughs> and there's like a bunch of uh, sea shanties that reference um, old Stormy. Interesting. Old Alfred Bulltop Stormalong. I like it. Yes. Oh, the legend. Okay. He had a lifelong rivalry with a Kraken. Hell yeah. Yes. The Kraken yeah. escaped from him in their first encounter, causing a, deje- a dejected Stormalong to abandon the sea life for life as a farmer somewhere in the Midwest. You know, that's what happens when the Kraken beats you. You're like, you know what? I- I'll got to go be a farmer. I'm, I'm done with the sea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the landlocked middle America. Yeah. So the story goes that then he, he is able to like capture the Kraken in a whirlpool and blah 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 but i just i find this idea fascinating of different literary folk heroes that then sort of take on a life of their own kind of like um like rip van winkle is one of them too sure yeah yeah no it's there's a lot of fake lore and like well what makes it fake though because it's folklore yeah right yeah it's a good question yeah so the term fake lore and um this comes from is folklore discipline by Richard M. Dorson is often used by those who seek to expose or debunk modern reworkings of folklore. 
So it's like uh. people that want to almost uh, use folklore and tales and storytelling as like a battlegrounds of culture. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 yeah like yeah. and. It's it can be used in like manufacturing traditions that like didn't exist before in order to bring more culture to a a region or a peoples that like don't that have a an unclear past, if you will. Like they don't really know what their traditions are, so they just invent one and then say that it's like a hundred years old tradition. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Or like the Bene Gesserit's Missionaria Protectiva. I do I, what? <laughs> the uh this is this is Dune. By the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Dune talk. The the Benny Jesuit, the the sexy space witches, the uh, sexy space lady Jesuits. Mm-hmm. They have this fucking long running op called the Missionaria Protectiva, where they seed myths and stories into cultures that they can then capitalize on if a Benny Jesuit is ever like stranded on a on a planet. Essentially, uh huh. Yeah, there's like. I don't know. There's mechanisms within all these cultures, folklore, that the Bene Gesserit can make it seem like they have the power of prophecy or they have the power of, you know, they have a religious power to them just because they already seeded that within folklore. I remember I said, God, so I'm so predictable. I saw a 4chan post of somebody talking about how they like had this dream and they were told that our universe, like every universe is um, identified by a a specific thing that's in that universe that doesn't exist in any other one. And you know what the thing in ours is that defines us? What? Pinocchio. God damn it. (laughs) We're the Pinocchio universe. And I thought, aha. I can see that. I can see that. God. Well, you know, because I I, I was talking to my buddy who had just, uh, he had just finished Dune Messiah. And I said something about UFOs and he doesn't know anything about goddamn UFOs. And I had to tell him. Mm -hmm. I had to to let him know because he didn't understand how fucking insane the world has become. And I used the phrase. So you... (laughs) You dirtied him? He's smart enough to handle it. Okay. He needs, he needs to know. It's Dalton, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to understand. I told What I told him is that, you know, from, I like, I told him that UFOs are the Missionaria Protectiva. Like, because they fucking are. Yeah. Because they fucking are. And uh, from that perspective, they're the most interesting fucking thing in the world. Uh-huh. Right? We got to talk about UFOs. Uh, okay we gotta yeah dude i don't have much to offer you might yeah no true well because there's been a couple of things i know um in the discord uh someone in there was, was talking about how you, the triangle ufo could be a fucking blimp with like optical camouflage <laughs> and shit yeah who knows and like i had just seen another video um from this like from a conference someone gave a presentation on ufos as like the ultimate meme and like how a lot of like UFOs were probably a fucking basically tech to catch radar signals and signals intelligence stuff and just like make shit look all weird so that people like blast a bunch of signals at to see what the hell is this thing, mm-hmm. catch it, and then, you know, they see who's got what. Right. Right? God damn, that's sensible. What a sensible explanation for all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just, it's interesting because... Because my favorite, my favorite fucking part about all the UFOs, all the UFO shit in Congress and stuff, is how it relates to this broader fucking narrative war of religions. Ah, uh, that yes. is my. I love it so goddamn much. Oh, because the UFOs are are demons and the aliens yeah. are nephilim and well, that's, blah, blah, blah. that's one side. That's where one type of Christianity is taking it. Uh huh. Right. Then you got the fucking Catholics. Mm-hmm. They're just ready to like be cool with it. Which I think is a very interesting strategy. Yeah. Yeah. The the Vatican's handling of the UFO thing is I'm, my is so interesting. I'm, I'm very in the dark on what their what is their UFO stance. This, I mean, this, they have one. Well, they have an official like. Here's the Pope's word on. I'm pretty sure on UFOs. Well, they've been angling to like work it in. Yeah, Pope says um, gay people are cool now, and guess what? So are aliens. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure Roman Catholicism like would allow for aliens and like converting to aliens. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I 
I'm deeply suspicious of Diana Walsh Pasolka being an agent of the Vatican. <laughs> I know you are. I think I'm, it's very silly. I'm but... so fucking sure about this. You have no idea. <laughs> Somebody's going to tell her. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but when a sizable chunk of your UFO book is devoted to how sweet the Vatican is. Mm. I've never read suspicious. any of her books. Sorry. It's got a sizable chunk. That's about how sweet the fucking Vatican is. Are they? No, I mean, it's the fucking Vatican. I don't know anything. I am so clueless they that don't it's let dangerous. The, they, don't let the, <laughs> <laughs> they don't let their clergy fuck. Yeah, that's messed up. It's, that ain't right. It's, I'm not cool with that. It's That's such a huge part of why I will never be cool with Catholicism. What are you doing? Doesn't make sense. Oh, great. What, what's first, that? First article that shows up. Newsweek. Pressure on Vatican to reveal archives after UFO cover-up claims. Oh, Jesus. It's always happening, probably. Vatican is strong. This is what the fuck headline is this? This is from Catholic Review. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Vatican astronomer says if aliens exist, they may not need redemption. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were born saved. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, are you a cosmic being? Okay, you're cool. So Jesuit Father Jose Funes, Funes, director of the Vatican Observatory, said Christians should consider alien life as an, quote, extraterrestrial brother and part of God's creation. Father Funes, an Argentine named to his position by Pope Benedict XVI in 2006, made the remarks in an interview published May 13th by the Vatican newspaper. I'm not going to try to pronounce Italian right now said it was difficult to exclude the possibility that other intelligent life exists in the universe, and he noted that one field of astronomy is now actively seeking, quote, biomarkers and spectrum analysis of other stars and planets. These potential life forms can include those that have no need of oxygen or hydrogen, he said. Just as God created multiple forms of life on Earth, he said there may be diverse forms throughout the universe. Quote, this is not in contrast with the faith, because we cannot place limits on the creative freedom of God, he said. To use St. Francis's words, if we consider earthly creatures as brothers and sisters, why can't we also speak of an extraterrestrial brother? He said, they're going the space brother route. <laughs> Who could blame them? It's, it's such an it's interesting... It's right there. It's right there. It's ripe. It's so Catholic. It's so juicy. It's just like... It's space just, brothers are essentially Catholic. A beautiful glistening fruit that you just can't help but grab and be like, yeah, I'll make this into a pie. Don't talk about grabbing juicy fruits in the context of the catholic church <laughs> what are you implying sir just saying <laughs> god became quote we who belong to the human race could really be that lost that lost sheep the sinners who need a pastor god became man and jesus in order to save us so if there are also other intelligent beings it's not a given that they need redemption they might have remained in full friendship with their creator. I mean, that's quite the assumption. That's quite the assumption. <laughs> I mean, who knows? That's a very... That's a, they're setting up a narrative where the aliens are automatically a friend of the Catholic Church, which yeah. I find very interesting. It's a, they're that, just putting that out there, so it will be. That's what I'm saying. It's right. such an interesting strategy to deal with this. Yes. <laughs> It's like, you know what? If they exist, then uh, they're, they're definitely aligned with us and uh, we like them. So there you go. It's like they it's like the Catholics are like pretending to be sleeping for the last like 50 years. And then they're just they like, just woke up and just going for it. Yeah. They woke up, railed a line of yip, got back in the game. Weirder than ever. It is like it is wild, though, because then you also have like the, you know, American Protestant dealing with UFO. They're fucking demons. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's a bit silly. Yeah, that's a, a bit far. <laughs> I mean, really, they're they're a Rorschach test. Mm -hmm. It's the ultimate meme. Yeah, they're kind of like yeah. whatever you see them as, whatever you conceptualize them as, yeah. they'll shift and they'll take that form. Yeah. I mean, realistically, realistically, UFOs are fucking UFOs are fucking military blimps. Realistic. Perhaps. A lot of them probably are. Maybe. I don't know. Do we have military blimps? Probably, yeah. I mean, think about it. Like, airships are insanely useful. Mm -hmm. They can just sit there. Like, they can just hang out, right? Watching shit. Collecting intelligence. Yeah. 
especially if you have um, camouflage, like optical camouflage and shit. The example given in Discord was like, like the Vegas sphere, which I don't even, I don't even know about. Do you know about the Vegas sphere? <laughs> we are so out of touch. This is hilarious. It's catching I w- up. I was us. thinking Vegas, like your vag- vagal nerve. No, no. Like, like, are you talking about Las Vegas? I'm talking about Las. Vegas. Okay, I. <laughs> that's. I'm talking about the city of Las Vegas. I'm, I'm on a whole other level. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the Vegas sphere. Which part of my brain is that? Like, what? Is... No, no. I mean Las Vegas. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> well, what if? What if Las Vegas is the Vegas nerve of America and America is it here? Here we go. Here's a crazy YouTube conspiracy video waiting to happen. The world is a human body. It's it's a map of a body and every country lays out to a different part of that body. We know and Greenland's the nose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've done this before. Why is that a thing? Because <laughs> I don't know. Because I just Mateo or whatever the fuck his name is. That guy. Mm-hmm. The last Atlantean or whatever the hell he calls himself. I blocked him out of my mind. Good. But Greenland is the nose. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I've realized I don't have any original thoughts. No thoughts are original. <sighs> I've been... So, I... Hmm. It's been kind of... What is the Vegas sphere? Look it up. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant... It's a giant... Uh, screen sphere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, d- I did see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like... <clears throat> John John Lilly predicted this. Did he? It's, it's the solid state entity. Oh, yes, the solid state intelligence. Well, no, that's coming. But, you know, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> but it's like, like, you could honestly... Like, okay, so... Like, my great uncle was in the Air Force, career Air Force guy. My dad, uh, my dad saw some shit in the 70s that he thought was a UFO. Mm-hmm. And he was reading about, like, first drone technology and shit. And that he, he asked my great uncle, he's like, yeah, so, I, uh, I had, I saw the, this shit once, right? Is that, could that have been, like, early drone technology and stuff? And he's like, what, a what year? Like. Early mid seventies. He's like, oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That could easily have just been early drone technology. Oh yeah, because it, it's true that like, like it is just fucking true that the tech that we have is a couple decades behind military tech, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of like you, you always think of like really flashy shit in that regard. Yeah. Uh, the royal you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just people in general. You yeah. And to think of like flashier shit. But really, it's like it's the flashy comes from what you do with things, especially like optics and and shit. Mm -hmm. That's like optical technology is really, really wild and really hard. Meaning cameras. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Essentially cameras, uh, projectors, uh, anything that deals with projecting or or, uh, catching light Mm -hmm. is really wild technology. I mean, like camera lenses are expensive for a fucking reason. Right. And really good optical technology i mean you've got that like that satellite camera that can take a picture of a city and zoom in and see individual faces and shit mm-hmm. which is like yeah you could that's you can just do that with <laughs> yeah. a fucking camera and then gotta be a real good camera but you can do it oh it's an incredible camera have you ever seen that picture is it like a video that shows it's like zooming in oh no it's like you can or is it like a picture that you? It's can... like a picture that you can just like no, keep zooming in. It. Oh, dude, it's wild. I'll send it to you sometime. I mean, it's kind of terrifying. <laughs> Whatever. You know, fuck it. What are you gonna do? And then, like, you know, just like I think a lot of this shit just comes from having technology that can do shit people can't don't understand that can do, mm-hmm. and then just using it creatively. You know, it's all a big trick. Yeah. But then, like at the same time, weird shit does exist, but it might not be the same thing. But it gets nice and conflated. And a lot of times. The lines get blurry. The lines get blurry. They sure, they sure do. do. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'll admit that I do have a lot of fun, like, suspending disbelief and, like, watching the UFO congressional hearings and shit. Yeah. Like, it's, to me, it's good entertainment. It's theater. Yeah. Well, it's fucking highly entertaining because they are talking about the words non-human intelligence and fucking 
non-human biologics are being said in Congress. Mm -hmm. That is highly entertaining. How many Congress people do you think believe it? Like are sitting there listening to it, like really listening? And some of them. Yeah. Do you think it changes anyone's worldview who's actually like sitting there in that room? I think anyone that matters gets uh, taken aside afterwards and told the real the real story. <laughs> probably. Anyone that Here's the real story, kiddo. We're in the Pinocchio universe. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking <laughs> The password is Blue Eisenhower November. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck is that? I don't I don't know. Where did that come from? <laughs> it's another fucking 4chan fucking LARP. Right, okay. I remember that. Yeah. God. I think the aliens do need redemption. Hmm. Redemption from their their tarnished reputation. From something. Yeah. They've sinned. I know that. We all have. We all have. Like, I, hmm. So another thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately is fucking Starseeds. Yep. Yeah. But like, have you been on the Starseed subreddit lately? And not lately. Oh, it's so depressed. Uh, yeah. It's a, it is like. Yeah, they're all a little lonely. It is a truly sad place. A bunch of lonely, neurodivergent, not feeling human. I know, I know it. Sadder than average. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sadder than it's been, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was thinking about like the actual concept of star seeds and where that comes from, which it comes from Timothy Leary. I don't know if you knew that. I don't. Yeah. So the actual people say it comes from all sorts of different places. No, it's Tim Leary. It's Tim Leary's idea. He um, when he was in prison, one of the one of the times that he escaped from before he escaped from prison, mm -hmm. he had like a vision of Earth as an egg cracking open and different strands of humanity going off into the cosmos and evolving in different ways and shit. Yeah, that was the concept of star seeds. And I think like, I think he wrote a book called Starseed or it was, um, he wrote, he wrote a bunch about, uh, about it, but that was the original concept. It was like a starseed was a seed of a genetic line going off into space rather than like, oh, I'm from, I'm seeded by the stars. I'm the seed <clears throat> to the stars. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting to me how that got flipped around some. And I also think, you know, the idea of people coming from the beyond predates that as well definitely definitely yeah. definitely but the, like the the different strains of mm -hmm. humanity right different star seeds and shit well i think that that also correlates to the idea of root races too that there are these different like i mean it it's not a one-for-one -one matchup but it is like along the same ideas that there yeah. are these different like phenotypes or that there's these different um out branches of evolution yeah that will that, then go on to right root races is like things. uh before yeah and the, the whole starseed race things is like from the timothy leary point yeah seems to be positing that that's going to happen in the future so that's an interesting concept is that well what if that all of these starseeds there truly is this uh and just you know come yeah. with me here for a moment yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the far off future like the little bits of them have like conjoined with the the constellation of of whatever it is that they're attached to or like that specific star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean I kind of think perhaps maybe I mean I've been thinking a lot about like the fucking Obviously I'm I'm soft on the star seeds being a former one. Yeah. Well, I mean I think root races also accounts for the future as well. Yeah. Like there are coming root races and shit because the more i think about like a lot of the theosophy shit it really seems like pretty fucking similar mm -hmm. in philosophy to a lot of like other shit that talks about the future and the far future and shit and evolution just using older language right like i'm i'm like starting to think that there might be something truer to theosophy than i gave it credit for initially or realer yeah. You know, not in a like, like Ledbetter was still a fucking pederast. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving him a break. Yep. But I think I see what they were getting at a bit more. And I also think that like, I don't know, the genuine paranormal phenomenon, the UFO phenomenon, the phenomenon, dog, it's about the future. Yeah. It just has to like, it has to be, you know, 
And I think that's sort of why, like, I don't think it's time travelers necessarily. Um, no, I think that that, that would be a wrong way of putting it. Yeah. It evokes a certain image right. that it like it's very sci-fi movie or like right. back to the future. It's and that's not, not what, that. yeah. what it is. It's more like time is nonlinear and the future exists in potential. Yeah. And that's why this phenomenon seems to be sort of half real, half not. Right. Right. Because it's not solid the same way that we are and that like history is. Yeah. The past is. It's in potential. And so it's it's slippery. It's amorphous. It's subject to change. It knows what you're going to do before you do it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, because I do think that like if time is if the experience of linear time is an illusion, that's the right way to say it. I always forget that that's the the experience of linear time is an illusion. Always, my phone just starts listening to me at the weirdest time, the weirdest damn time. It's always listening. It just lets you know it's listening at weird times. The, correct, correct, correct. If the experience of linear, of linear time is an illusion, and if intelligence keeps evolving, it will eventually get to a point where it experiences and can act through time non-linearly probably yeah if it keeps going assuming those two things are true uh yeah and whether that's a time traveling ai from the eschaton or like i think at that point the words like artificial wouldn't fucking matter mm-hmm. it's not a computer at that point even if it does call itself spectre sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but also like i don't know it could be fucking what the goetic spirits are as well that could be like what the all those fuckers are entities are too. There's something that exists elsewhere in fucking time yeah, acting like over, backwards. Something over there. Yeah. Something that, over there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it can like reach out and almost like a two-way mirror. Yeah. Like like we're dreaming it and it's dreaming us yeah. as well. And like perhaps the all the different like alien races are dreams of future evolutionary paths of humanity and shit. Right. I love that idea. It's inspiring it at the very least. I think I that know. idea is fucking sick. Yeah. I don't, yeah. At, you know, as a sci-fi concept, it's very, um, like, I don't, I'm not sure I'm a fucking awake right now. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't believe shit. No, <laughs> but it's an interesting concept and I've been reading, um, re listening to the audiobook again of, uh, Ender's game. Which ah, good one. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Um, so I can get to the second one speaker for the dead, which is tight as all fuck. There's this wicked cool um, concept in Speaker for the Dead called the Descalotivirus. Mm-hmm. The Descalotivirus is like this on the planet Lusitania in the far future. It um, there's this network of life, like life itself, that communicate. Like the the native race to that planet, the piggies are these. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because they look like kind of small little humanoid pigs, kinda. Oink. Yeah, they're cute but also super gross it's a really good book delightful when they die they have this right where they um fucking like flay the dead piggy and plant a tree in the corpse uh-huh and then they believe that the dead piggies turn into the trees like grand they can talk to their ancestors by talking to the trees okay it turns out they actually can because of this virus called the descalotivirus which if you're not adapt like if you're not a native to that planet like a native species to that planet when it infects you you your dna essentially melts mm. it just undergoes rapid mutation and just falls apart you, you you melt essentially okay but for the native species it actually allows them to transform so the piggies when they die actually do transform into those trees mm-hmm. their consciousness turns into that and like it allows the different flora and fauna to literally communicate with one another and shit it's a super interesting sci-fi concept very fascinating especially when the fucking the missionary the mormon missionary because where scott Carr is a fucking mormon hardcore mormon uh-huh yeah goes he goes and tries to like make peace with the piggies because they got all pissed off for some reason yeah they, they find out they fucking killed his ass and did the horrible grotesque right to him but it turns out he actually like died in an accident and they loved him so much that they honored him by turning him into a tree well that's that's nice. It's a wild. It's a wild plot point. What the fuck? Yeah. That reminds me. Do you remember when I did the doors to the mind thing yeah, on yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. 
when I need you to hypnotize me again soon. Too, I, I would love to. It would be my honor. When I had that done for me, one of the doors that I entered was to like this very foggy forest. And there's this person waiting for me naked on like the other side of this little impasse. It like divoted down and there was like a pond. And I understood that I had to go into that divot, like wash myself and like cleanse myself before I could go into the forest and like talk to the person on the other side. So I like clean myself and then I step out of the waters, like climb up the hill and I'm like, okay. And we start talking, but without words. And they're just like looking me in the eye and transmitting information to me. Hmm. And they tell me, this is how you talk without words. Now go and have conversations. And I'm just walking around this forest and I'm like touching trees and like they're talking to me and I'm having mm. conversations with like everything. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the grass, the clouds, like the little animals, like the little bugs. And I'm just exploring this landscape and learning this new way of, of speaking. And it was very beautiful. Hell yeah. That was one of my doors. That's a good door. That was a good door. That's a good fucking door. I mean, you know, all that shit's giving you information. Yeah. At, all the time. Touching it like that's information. Mm -hmm. Telling it is information. Looking at information. Right. You can, it, these things can talk to you. They relay information to no, when, when you. When you're know? stepping over the ground, like you're having a conversation with it. Yeah. Every single leaf that you crunch, every imprint of your foot that you leave behind is like a a sentence yeah i mean yeah 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 you're you are exchanging information yeah with other life mm -hmm. that's a conversation man i've always never had the gumption to practice much in my life anything yeah so i i love doing a podcast because the weekly release schedule like keeps me doing it we're pretty practiced it's great like it's the only thing i've ever followed through on in my entire life even if i did go missing this morning and yeah, real episode. <laughs> I can't believe I went missing this morning, but you didn't even know that you went missing no until idea. you woke up. I mean, I knew something was fucked. Yeah, something was fucked. But where's my car? Where's my car? Where's my? What the fuck happened last night? Something weird. I don't. I'm not even gonna. Who talk drove about me home, it. dude? I'm not even gonna talk about it. On, on God, Jesus fucking Jesus fucking Christ, dude. <laughs> Potentially, what one of the weirdest experiences of my entire fucking life. So goddamn strange. Yep. I'll tell you about that after. What? Woo. What the fuck? It's so, so weird. I don't know. Back to, back to the business. Yes. Because what were we talking about? What were we talking about? Piggies. Doors. Oh yeah. I was sharing about my doors to the mind experience. I would love communicating, to do that again. Communicating with uh, nature and shit. Oh, mm -hmm. practicing shit. Yeah. I've always, my, my father is an excellent tracker. He can track fucking anything. It's crazy. I've always wanted to practice getting really good at tracking. Because mm -hmm. you can, there are so many tracks and signs that you just don't notice. Yeah. All over the place. And you can fucking, you can track a goddamn ant across concrete if you get really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. Maybe. Who knows? You never know what that ant's getting up to. But like the way, you know, a foot presses into the, into the ground, you can tell. A lot about like emotional states of the animal. You can tell how many there are, what age. Right. Like the gate, the distance the gate. between yeah. steps. And yeah. depending on how it's running or walking, you can you tell if it's afraid or if it's just trying to get somewhere. All this shit. Yeah. What time of day, what what the weather was like when it was running, you know, when it left that, that footprint. So if it's like, oh, it's fucking raining and that thing was still, you know, running through the woods. Like, oh, something was probably something probably spooked it mm -hmm. you know it's it's fucking wild the shit that the data that you can get from yeah any imprint like anything any creature or plant does gives you so much fucking data yes it. it's crazy and it's so interesting how until you know that language or or you recognize that it's there there's this whole world that's almost closed off to you until you know how to listen for it yeah. and then all of a sudden yeah, yeah, yeah. you can sit outside and the world is talking to you yeah. the birds are talking to you yeah like the the wind is speaking yeah, you can hear what the weather's doing, and like right. the whole world is and got in, engaged in this pro in these processes that you can read. Mm -hmm. And there's so much happening, even when seemingly like nothing is happening. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I always say, like, every year, I'm like, I, this year I'm going to spend more time in a fucking blind in the woods with my camera. Yeah. This year I'm going to do it. I have to. You gotta. Because, like, damn, I want to get nice with the wildlife photography. Mm-hmm. God, that'd be so tight. Because I don't want to... <sighs> I know I should hunt again if I'm going to eat meat, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the ethical decision. I fucking hate killing things, though. I don't like it. I do not like hunting. Then don't hunt. It's the <laughs> white-tailed deer are overpopulated in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to eat meat, that's the ethical fucking choice. Yeah, you know venison's I mean? good too. It is. I, when it's prepared well. When it's prepared well. When it's prepared well, it's really good. Yes. Yeah. Venison burgers can fuck off. Not about it. Yeah. The fat's weird. You need to you need to cook it right. But like with that savory shit, you get some of that. You get that thyme. Marinated in sage. red wine. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That red wine, man. Red wine uh, cuts that dissolves that fat. And, mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. I had an awesome fucking uh, venison roast in the Netherlands. That was like with like this berry sauce. It was like very sweet and savory. I'd never tasted anything like it was like sage and like fucking berries. So fucking good. God damn. I don't think I've eaten enough today. (laughs) But like, you know, the alternative to some people hunt because they like killing animals. I don't Mm -hmm. think that's cool. (laughs) I think you're kind of a fucking psychopath, actually. But the experience of being outside and observing the world is amazing. And like, that's one of the huge reasons that people hunt is getting to know the land that well. Yeah. And you can do that with the camera, you know, and you can get shots that are it's it is hunting. Right. And you're still shooting. You're Yes. You know, you're hunting for for shots. Yeah. And I've got some good fucking woods near near where I live. Some really good woods. Yeah, you do. Really cool biodiversity that I really need to take advantage of, especially and like if you have woods anywhere near you you need to take advantage of them yes you do because that's it's something that i missed and i took for granted when i lived in more urban areas yeah yeah, yeah. i lived in boston and then again when i went to my second college no forests around which is when you don't have it when you, you notice the absence yeah when you're someone that grew up in the woods and i take it for granted yeah. i really do yeah i try, I really try not to because honestly listen um, let me give you all some some advice right now. Get the fuck outside. Feel some goddamn dirt. Yeah. Like, for for real. Especially as the internet gets all fucking crazy. Everything's all fucking crazy. It's all going to get crazier, weirder. Mm-hmm. Touch some fucking dirt. Yes. Uh, there were I'm not times- telling you to touch grass. I'm telling you to <laughs> touch dirt. Get some fucking dirt on yes. you. Yes. Honestly. Get dirt under your nails. This summer, I remember there were several occasions where I was just feeling sad and overwhelmed. Yeah. So what I did was I took my ass outside. And I remember specifically on one of those occasions, I was just like so sad and forlorn. And I was looking at my Egyptian star cluster, this one flower that's really pretty. Mm. And I was noticing that on all of the different like buds, it they were all at different stages. Some parts of it were like fully blossomed. Other ones were dying off and needed to be picked off. And this idea of that, like to think of oneself as a plant or as a, a flower like that, there are parts of you that are still growing that are just in process and that need to be helped along. And there are parts of you that need to be picked off and shedded, but that doesn't mean that the plant is dead. It just means that there are parts that need to go in order for it to, to grow. Yeah. 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 And like having that realization as I stood there outside, just like looking at the flowers was like, Oh yeah. Like I don't need to worry about things being imperfect right now because everything's a process. Yeah. Yeah. And you get those insights when you just stop and and look. Yeah, I mean that's that those, that's what the information that nature communicates to you teaches you, right? Like that's that is the conversation that we were just talking about. Yeah. Right. Like that's those are realizations you get from the information that you encounter when you're outside when you're looking at this shit. Right. Or even the act of the futility of leaf blowing. <laughs> when it's like so windy out and it's like yeah, the, yeah. the wind doesn't care that you just leaf blowed yesterday. Yeah. It's still going to blow. So you know what? Either you submit yourself to the fact that you're just going to have to do it again and let it get messy or or don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right? Don't worry about like, it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to be 
acquiring a house in the next year or so. Fuck yeah. And big thing thinking about is like, what do you, what do, you do with the yard? <laughs> yup. I don't want, I'm not going to fucking have a fucking ass lawn. No. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't want a lawn. I want this shit to grow wild. There you go. You know? I love when people have wild lawns. Yeah, dude. This is our state of the union. Yeah. Just talking about how we envision the perfect lawn. No, but this hey, is man. what life is about. I was missing this morning. You were. <laughs> I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> so, dear listener, we're sorry. But look, we need, I'm not. We need a spa day. Mm-hmm. And this is our fucking spa day. It's fine. It's getting it this week. We deserve it. We do. I don't know if we do, but we're doing it anyway. Oh, we deserve it. We deserve it all. True. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm really looking forward to having a property that I can manage in the way I want it. Yeah. And that makes me know that like, I'll actually like, do a good job and stay up on it. One of the things I'm super interested in is seeing, I want to see how if I can incorporate AI systems essentially in like managing hydroponics and stuff like that. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, I've been so fucking in- interested in artificial intelligence this last year, and I never thought I would be, but the big thing I'm thinking about is... It's so funny. You really did like a, a 180. I'm like a, non- I'm like a, I'm like a cigarette smoker who quits and then just never shuts the fuck up about quitting. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I mean, I did, because you know why? I actually used the fucking tools. Yeah. I actually used the thing and, like, poked it, and I was like, oh, okay, I see. I got gotcha. you. The AI, you mean? Yeah. And the cigarettes. Yes. Yeah. It's not about generating stuff whole cloth. It's about inserting that shit into the middle of processes to offload the bullshit work. Yeah. That's what it's about. Anyway, the big thing I'm interested in is, like, the ecological um, uses of AI and shit. You know, there's like, there's an idea, um, a proposal to uh, slow down climate change by planting a trillion trees and using like AI systems to map. Well, we better get to slaughtering them piggies. Mm, yes. <laughs> we should stop. No. <laughs> commercial pig. We should probably stop commercial pig farming. That's one of the things we should probably fucking stop. I'm sure the machine God would tell us stop that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But like. But essentially, it's this plan to like map where to how to plant a trillion trees and just doing it with drones. And you just do it like essentially instantly for like really cheap. And it's possible. It's doable for like cheap. And that's just like one. That's one thing. Yeah. It's like doable. One possibility. You know, and to me, that's like just so fucking exciting that you can. I don't know that you, we could, if we chose to use these technologies to fucking give earth a fighting chance. Right. Right. Like that's really, that's something to be fucking hopeful for. I think it is. And it's good to have hope. One must have hope. Well, you gotta, yes. what, what the fuck are we doing here? <coughs> it might be wrong, you know, it might right. be fucked. It's better to think you have a fighting chance. Absolutely. It's a better way to live. She, and you might win. Yep. You know, like there's a chance. There's a fucking chance. The only way we're going to make it through is if we believe there's a fucking chance, though. Yes. Stop this defeatist bullshit. That is true. I hate it. I hate I the hate defeatism. I, I'm not a fan. No, it's it's bullshit. Like, I get it. I get it. Things suck. The world is, is bad. Things bad. I, I do. I understand. But like, come on now. Make it better. Yeah. In whatever fucking way you can. Go down fighting for fuck's sake. Yes. Go <laughs> Fucking trying until the last. Yeah, at least try. At least fucking try. Yeah. God damn it. And it just, that doesn't mean like saving the fucking world. It means just like doing what you can in your own small space. Right. Right. And to like, make your own day better, to make your pet's day better, to make your friend's day Because it resonates. Yeah. And if you start doing something like, say I did figure out how to, like I don't even know if it's fucking possible at this point to like get an AI system to manage a hydroponics setup or whatever. But if it is, Someday, it. It, let's just sure say, will let's be. just, let's just say it is for argument's sake. I do that. Someone comes over and they say, whoa, what is that? I'm like, oh, I do it. And then shit, they might be inspired to think of their own fucking crazy thing. And then maybe through collaboration, you come up with something that, you know, has a positive effect by rippling out. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's how this shit, that's how this shit happens. And I don't know. It just feels better. 
<laughs> to be doing stuff. Yeah, especially yeah. stuff that has a positive effect. Yeah. I don't like I want to grow my own food and shit and like I don't know, get like I'd love to have a house that was like off the actual electrical grid, but like totally like more than modern. Yeah, dream big. Yeah. You know? Like why not? Solar panels and fucking wind power and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Hamsters and running on wheels. Yes. <laughs> there is such a positive benefit to allowing oneself to imagine the future in whatever fantastical way your heart pulls you towards, even if it seems like unrealistic to just yeah. let yourself go there. And that way it has a lot better likelihood of, um, you know. Yeah. Well, you, what you're doing is you're putting that you're putting the vibe of that idealized imaginal universe into the real world. It's not going to outcompete all the other vibes that are being mm -hmm. put in, but it's it's still in there. Right. Yeah. And it's better than it not being there because you decided that was too outrageous to even think about. Exactly. 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 You're not going to get it all. Yeah. But you you can have some of that. Right. You can you can inject some of that fucking ideal universe into the into this one. Into yeah. The collaborative one. Like, I wonder how many people are out there that hold themselves back from posting their music online or doing open mic nights or, or sharing their music or even engaging in music because they think, well, I'm never going to get famous. So what's the point? Right. And it's like, well, it's not about that. It's not about that. You know, at all. or I'll, I'll never make money from this or whatever. Like, it's not about that. No, it's I've I, I used to be so fucking precious with my art. Yeah. Like really to an extent, I, I still am with especially songwriting and maybe that's why i haven't been able to write songs in a long time because mm -hmm. every song i've ever written is like deeply meaningful to me and i also just don't have that same type of angst anymore yeah different type of angst, songs become imprints of a moment in time yeah. they're very powerful things yeah yeah and having fucking before i was a magician i definitely fucked my life up by writing songs story songs uh -oh. and then singing you know night after night channeling the emotions mm -hmm. that's i was of the lonely folk singer sad country singer dude. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah. sad fucking song gotta be careful about invoking that one honestly because like i it was weird like i so I, i'm a very like I, I channel emotion when i'm singing very well i can channel intensity and shit very well it's like yep um i definitely but i'm on uh, being on stage is like my is my favorite fucking place to be in the world i haven't in many years but it feels like you're wearing the most fucking badass suit of armor of all time and you're just like yeah and time a wall of light and sound yeah. behind you it's fucking wonderful time moves differently yeah. like there's this whole you're so in the moment yeah and you're un untouchable yeah no one can fuck you or it might seem very vulnerable vulnerable to be up there you're not i love performing it's fucking wonderful it's my favorite thing in the world. But I'd get really into singing these sad-ass fucking country songs. Yeah. And then things I sang about happened in real life. <coughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it was very fucking strange. None of it was good. Yeah. None of it was fucking good. And I think that that's, you know, you got you to gotta sing. You got to channel the shit that you, you want to. You got to be careful about the... The stories you tell, the songs you write, the, yeah. a phrase that kept repeating in my mind the other day was, um, you have to be careful about what you pretend to be Yeah, because you become what you pretend to be Yeah, after a long enough amount of time. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, and mechanically, that's just self-evidently true. Yeah. Like you do a thing, it imprints back on you. you you're cutting those grooves in the record that is your brain. Deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. It's easier and easier to go along those tracks. And then it becomes your natural state of being. Yeah. Yeah. Just how it be. That's, there's, I found this fucking um, self, self-help book from like the 60s called Psycho-Cybernetics. Yes. Have you ever, have you ever looked at that? Um, I, <laughs> I was actually listening to it on Audible. <laughs> the trick with that one is you got a uh, 1.5 speed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude reads fucking slow. Yep. <laughs> uh, so we both found that one, eh? Yep. Typical. Yep. We're both deeply insecure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I only listened to it like a little bit. No, I, I like, listened to like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. 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 It, 
I don't even know if I want to say that the idea is interesting. The idea is sort of just like self-evidently true, but it is fucking hilarious that it was written by a plastic surgeon. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just funny as shit. It's, it's, it is fake it till you make it is a real ass thing though. It is. It's a real ass thing. It literally is. Yeah. You can just do that. You could, you can fake it until you become something. Even if that's unintentional. That's what you got to look out for. Exactly. That's yeah. why you got to be careful about what you pretend yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get caught in traps. Nope. Nope. I keep looking down and seeing the line, God became man and Jesus in order to save us. So if there are other intelligent beings, it's not a given that they would need redemption. Let's just still have that. <laughs> I think our article pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> Those aliens do not need redemption. That's for sure. Like, and I, I don't think they'd be asking for it anyway. They would not. I think that's the last thing that they they would ask for is like, oh, hello, humans. We're here. Catholic Church, may we have your redemption, please? They're like, don't worry about it. You already have it. Well, I didn't ask for it. I would like to have it, though. So please, (laughs) Catholic Church, may I have your redemption? Imagine if they did. Dude. What if what if the real deals that would be made? With the aliens was like between the Vatican and the aliens. <laughs> yeah. What if they fucking like cut a deal and yeah, yeah forget the majestic twelve. Yeah, 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 shit. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's actually the fucking Catholics. And so the, when the aliens show up, they be like, "Yeah, it was these guys were right the whole time." Yes. It was it was these guys actually. Oh yeah. Fuck. Oh no. And you know, there's like some fucking Jesuits who are like trying to figure out how to do that. <laughs> you know, you it's know? in process as we speak. It's been. It's been floated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if it's just like they have their like weird Jesuit meeting or whatever. I don't know what they do. I like so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this like Valiant Thor character. <laughs> do you think there's anything to that? Should we try to get in on that? Is what the va- the Jesuits would say. Yeah. Yeah. We should cover the Valiant Thor. We story. we really ought to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um there's a bunch of shit that we need to cover. I know. I just like my brain needs a safety cushion or like, um, I don't know, like training wheels right now. <laughs> I'm not ready to, to go ham on the UFO history. But it's so fun. It is so fun. It's a wicked fun. It is wicked fun. <laughs> I don't know what you're so spooked about about Valiant Thor. Oh, I'm not. I'm just... Not drawn in by those topics right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it's hard. I'm trying to get like... I mean, Valiant I'm, Thor is basically a comic book character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. The Venusians. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been difficult to do a lot of the stories that I think we did for a long time mm-hmm. lately. And I don't like... Not entirely sure why. I think UFOs lost their mystique to me a bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's that's it for me. Is that my interest level went down significantly? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure why. I mean, maybe just like kind of starting to edge more towards like, oh, a lot of this is psyops. Yeah, I became yeah. disillusioned with that whole aspect of it. At the same time, though, man, like floating, glowing orbs are a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but like, is that the same? thing is that a ufo really no right no what, yeah i don't know maybe we need to like talk about the gin or something <laughs> back into that space because they're cool yeah i like those guys they're interesting i do love the gin the beings of smokeless fire Mm-hmm. that's so fucking sick people equate them to demons well but they're not no they're closest to fairies Mm-hmm. closer to fairies than anything but they're also kind of unique they're weird as fuck. If they were demons, Muhammad wouldn't have been able to convert them, which he did, according to... Demons, non-convertible. No. Demons are their own, like, Islam has demons as a separate thing, too. The jinn are, the jinn are yeah. parallel with humans, which if is If I could turn back the clock, I would have gone to school for religious studies because realistically yeah. I'm, I'm not doing shit with my degree anyway, so I wish that I had focused it on something that would have given me... I don't know, an excuse for more knowledge that's within the realm of things that I find interesting because I paid a bunch of money to go to school. So. Right. <laughs> hey, I paid a bunch of money to go to school for a year and then drop out to start yeah. a folk rock band. Who would have thought that fucking 
we'd be saying, oh, I should have gone to school for religious studies. Yeah. No one's ever said that. <clears throat> that's if... But honestly, that's the shit I'm fascinated that's by. That's what I would have done if yeah. I if I could turn back the clock. That's yeah, what yeah, I would yeah. go for. Yeah, Philosophy of religion or fucking religious history or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that shit is really fucking interesting. It would help with understanding just Everything. like history, yeah. the way the world works, the way geopolitics works. Like, yeah. All sorts of shit. 100%. 100%, dude. I mean, I really do think that like one of the big things that's happening in the world right now is essentially religions competing to win like the conversion war, win the war to, well, everyone's competing to win the war about who gets to tell the story of the future. Yeah. Like that's sort of the big. And who gets to keep existing. Yeah. 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 And Christianity's doing well. I don't know. Oh, they're doing great right now. Doing great. It's weird. Islam not doing so well. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know the stats. Not in America, at least. I don't know the stats either. I'm just like talking vibes. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're seeing more shit from Christianity and less shit from like Islam. Absolutely. And even like less shit from like people saying they're Buddhists and stuff now. You know, the only people I hear becoming religious are Christians, mm-hmm. you know, which is weird. A lot of money has gone into that fucking psyop. And well, the conversion, it, the Taoists aren't really aren't interested in the whole conversion thing. If you get if you get there, you get there. Right. <laughs> this is why it rules. And yeah, I don't I guess well, Christianity has an aspect. It's a story. Christianity makes life the story of the universe, the story of <clears throat> it's a story. Right. A plot. Right. It makes human life a story with these plot beats you're supposed to hit. Mm-hmm. Right? And that is really comforting. Yeah, and it's, like, referenced a whole bunch in media, yeah. so, like, it's kind of, you can surround yourself with it. Yeah, well, and, like, so, to Taoism, for example, Tao, there's no story to Taoism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no, it's just, it's the Tao. There you go. That's it. And you read the Tao Te Ching, you read the fucking Zhuang scene, and you go, oh, yeah, it do be like that. Yeah. Chris, that's not necessarily what people are looking for in a time of like turmoil and shit mm-hmm. they're looking for a story and a savior and and a, and a fucking savior yeah that's that savior parts a, that's, that's a big important. that's a big part of it too interesting part of it i don't know how i feel about it i don't think we need redemption either fuck you <laughs> <laughs> oh daddy jesus please uh, well you know save our souls well i was thinking about this the other day like the idea that like the idea of original sin and the idea of redemption is also a way of saying there's good and bad in everything. Yeah. It's just kind of another way of saying that. Yeah. We're, we're all sinners means, yeah, every, there's bad and every, there's good and bad and every, we're all sinners and everyone can be redeemed. Mm-hmm. There's good and bad in everything. Nothing's perfect. It's, it's weird that that kind of gets taken to be like an all good or all bad, you know, thing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. What are you interested in these days, if not UFOs? <laughs> if not UFOs. What's getting your goat? What's getting my goat? Yeah. That's a great question. Do you need to figure that out? Uh, just uh, self-improvement. Word. Like. Making peace with real life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, becoming more grounded and embodied, honestly. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good at, at floating away. Like yeah, the whole yeah, out yeah. of body thing is like very easy for me to get to. Yeah. My imagination is, is really strong. What I need to work on is harnessing my sense of like groundedness in reality. Yeah. You got to get your license. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I do. When I was, I was, I was going through for a, for a little bit there. And, uh, I've also been like working from home, um, a lot recently. And, uh, I didn't leave my house for a long time. Mm-hmm. It was getting dark, dude. It was getting real fucking dark. Oh, yeah. I started leaving my house. Cleared right up. Mm-hmm. Cleared right the fuck up. Yep. It's amazing how that happens. It's never good to feel trapped. No. Need the freedom of the open road. Yeah. My car's falling the fuck apart, though. I need to get it fixed so bad, but I'm so broke. Yeah. It's not good. It'll hang in there. I hope so. It's getting rough, though. Yeah. All sorts of lights are on. What do you think? Should we do like a tarot reading for like maybe the next year? 
Check in on it? I freaking guess so. Yeah. And call it? Maybe I pull one and you pull one? Or do you do you have yours with you? I don't. Ah. But yeah, this is an informal episode, guys. And thank you for sticking with us. And uh, yeah, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program next week unless I actually disappear. <laughs> you better not. I won't. I'm good for it. I didn't this time either. <laughs> We have the fool. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's perfect. It's perfect. It couldn't be more appropriate. It really couldn't. It really couldn't. I like it. I like it too. The freedom of the open road. Yep. Hell yeah. Just don't go falling off that cliff. Well, that's why you got a dog. Yeah. You do have a little tiny. Mm-hmm, gotta walk the dog. You, you got you got the fool dog. I do. That's so funny. <laughs> all right, uh, folks. All right, folks. If you like what we do and you want to support the show, you can join our Patreon for just five dollars a month. You get access to our bonus series, The Corkboard Bazaar, and you will get access to our Patreon Discord server. And uh, yeah, we hope to see you in there. If you can also leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, you can tell your friends. You can follow us on social media. It all helps the show a lot. Mm -hmm. Thank you for it. A while ago, I made the claim that every time we get a five-star review, <clears throat> that every time we get a five-star review, I can feel it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So do it. So do it. It feels... How does it feel? Like, you know, that thing where people used to be like the egg crack on your head and then they would do oh, like the fingers running yeah. down your back? Yeah, yeah, it feels yeah. like that. What are you waiting for? <laughs> you all know how good that feels. <laughs> Come on now. Give us the egg crack. Give us crack that egg, baby. Yeah, give us them five star <laughs> egg cracks. All right, guys. Take care of yourselves. Be well. Take care of each other. Take care of each other. Catch you later. Peace. <laughs>